You're listening to Gippsland Perspective on 103.9 Life FM. This week, a group of Indigenous church leaders from New South Wales have been in Gippsland connecting with churches across the region in a great example of Indigenous and non-Indigenous people coming together and driving positive change. They've been leading events across the region and will be at a joint church service this Sunday at City Builders Church in Sale. And eight of those church leaders are with me now in the studio. Well, thank you for coming here to the studio here at Life FM. It's been a, it's a real privilege uh, to have you here. Before we get into it, invite you all to introduce yourself and say who you are and where you come from. Yeah, I'm Irene Green from Casino, New South Wales. My husband, Alf. My name is Alf. I come from uh, up on the border of Queensland and uh, New South Wales. It's called the Northern Rivers. Uh, because it's because of that name, we have such beautiful rivers, uh, and we want to say that, we, and it's the uh, Bunjalung country where we come from. But there are different tribes uh, uh, all over the place there, and so you know, we just want to we just want to say we're just so welcome to be here on this great land of Victoria, this country, and we want to say God bless you at this time. My name is Peter Walker. And uh, I come from, like Alf and, and Irene, we come from a little place called Casino, which is on the Northern Rivers, and um, so on the New South Wales and Queensland border, not far from the Queensland border anyway. So, and uh, just so pleased to be in uh, uh, sales at this time, at the... Uh, and. Uh, you know, the opportunity that's been given to us by Pastor Brian. And um, so we, uh, during his time, we just uh, coming with the Ministry of Reconciliation. That's uh, the agenda that God has given us. Thank you. My name is Maria Walker. I'm, um, I'm Peter's wife. And uh, I just... Uh, yeah, I'm from a little place called Molly Molly. Uh, it's northern New South Wales. Um, we're one of the clan groups of the Bunjalung uh, people up in the northern rivers. And this is my first time to be down here in Sale, Victoria. And I'm blessed to be here. Thank you. Hello, everybody. It's My name is Julie Knight. I'm from the outback of New South Wales. And I'm of Cooma Nation. And um, I here, we're here too to bless the Gippsland and to tell you to come alive and be together. You know, um, united we stand, divided we'll fall. And we've been taught this for many generations. Our people always told us, stop, listen. And we, in the past, we had, in, in each tribe, we had a talking stick. And so we were taught to listen. And so we've listened to our elders and saying, stand together, unite. And we're here to bring you a message of reconciliation. Reconciliation, you'll achieve everything. And we want to say that we'll be here with song and testimony. A lot of our lives are a mess, but we've come together in unity and in prayer and listening to our elders and the disciples. And um, today we stand strong. And so we're here to spread the news to say reconciliation is the way. Bless you now. My name is uh, Robert Knight. I'm uh, from Burke, New South Wales, and I'm a uh, Gurnu Barkindji. Gurnu is a language group, and Barkindji is the Greater Barkindji tribe. It goes from 
uh, Wentworth uh, on the Victorian border, uh, right down to uh, Burke. And um, my, my, on my, that's on my father's side. On my mother's side, I'm, I'm also a Cunha uh, from around uh, southwest Queensland, which is around Kunnamulla area. And um, and we have a you know a big group of people, uh, tribal areas. And so um, I just want to acknowledge the uh, the um, Gunai Kurnai people from down this. And so honoured to be on their country. land, on their country. And, um, you know, we come to uh, uh, bring the Ministry of Reconciliation, and the Ministry of Reconciliation is to be reconciled to God. And so we've come to do that. We've come to uh, not to push our own uh, barrow here, but to bless. work with and to bless uh, the people of this area. Hello, I'm um, Patricia Atkinson. I was born and raised in Mildura. My mother's from Burke. She's Barkinchi, and my father's from Michuka, uh, Yori Ora. Hi, my name is Henry Weatherall from uh, Moree, Milleroy country. Uh, it's great to be down here to come back with your old friend, Pastor Brian Heath in Sale and uh, over 25 years plus, and uh, so God's been good to us and just built a knitting a relationship with between Indigenous and non-Indigenous. So this is what we're about this time at this time to to bring that reconciliation not only not only between them but between ourselves. As you as you probably heard, there's five six different nations here represented today. So we just come here to to, to show you that. This can be done, that we can reconcile, we can come together as one. And God blesses us in, in the unity. When we come in the unity of faith, God gives us that blessing. So God bless you and thank you for inviting us into the greater Gippsland area. It's great to have you all here in the studio today. You mentioned about unity, reconciliation and the different tribes that you, you represent, you come from. When you're all coming together, there's a, a real power of what you're talking about, isn't there? That's right. Yes. You've already had a couple of uh, meetings this week while you've been here, and uh, there's certainly been something stirring up at these gatherings, hasn't there? So we've, we've come as a united force. I mean, we've come from different areas, but we've been friends and we've been around um, one another for many years. And, <laughs> and um, so we've come as a, as a united force to, uh, to be able to reach out to the people down this area, uh, the Aboriginal people, and uh, non-Aboriginal non people as well. So um, that's, that's us, and, and, and you know, we, we work in that Ministry of Reconciliation, so uh, we'll, I just want to read the scripture that, that uh, ties us all into it. And it's uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 and 19, it says, Now all the things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. 
Now we then we are ambassadors of Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. There's something about a group gathering that comes in in as one with one agenda, and of course, as you know, there's a word that's familiar with. Uh, called synergy. Synergy is, it creates a force that's greater than than itself. And I believe, to use this many examples, but one, one chief example of that, of what synergy is, is being used when they have, uh, in, in the States, in America, when uh, horses are called to drag weights and they found that two horses pulling in unison can help um, pull or their strength in a combined gathering of horses mm. that are out of out of um, out of sync you know what I'm saying so it's and when we as humans we can use that same because God intended it that's part of his and it's this word coming in as we, as Pastor Roberts is saying, this word reconciliation. Because we're coming in sync as one. And we want to see that. Of course, we want to bring that into this beautiful community of, uh, of the, um, I don't know what tribe, but in this area of, of Victoria. Gunai Kurnai. Is it? The Kurnai. Gunai Kurnai. Gunai Kurnai. We'll hear more from our guests shortly here on Gippsland Perspective. You're listening to Gippsland Perspective with David Braithwaite on 103.9 Life FM. I'm speaking with eight Indigenous church leaders who are in Gippsland this week. So that, that reconciliation, you mentioned about reconciling with God because reconciliation, it's been a bit of a buzzword for, for many years about Indigenous and non-Indigenous people. But is, so what does reconciliation look like to your... Repentance and forgiveness. And I guess we've, we've done that. And Pastor Peter is a fourth-generation Christian, so they've been they've been united for a long time, and so they've taken it across many many um, states and territories in in um, in Australia. But just thinking off the top of my mind, when you ask that question, we have uh, for the past for as long as I can remember um, conventions, or we call them church rallies or get-togethers. And a lot of reconciliation is there. So when you come through the door, you're not asked what church you come from, what tribe you come from. We come in love and unity to serve one another and worship together, and that's always effective. Many people have um, enjoyed the benefits of them. We've had marriages and dedications and... um, just coming together and have, having time together. So you sort of leave your, even your titles outside and you, you come together and laugh together, fellowship and uh, bless one another in any way, either in time or need or uh, if someone needs to be counselled or someone's going through grief or whatever the need was. Under these tents and even under trees, People came together and, and sat, and, and that unity was always effective, and this breakthrough all the time. So we've kind of um, had a church without walls, and uh, just lifting up the name of the Lord, and coming together, and respecting one another, honouring each other, and you know you can achieve a lot by doing that. 
And so reconciliation is a lifestyle for us every day. And uh, so we say, we just want to do that in this country now and want you to get all the benefits from it. And so you um, sail in the roundabout area, blessed by, the, blessed by the Lord. You made a good point earlier about when you said listening. Yeah. When we all listen to each other and say what we've got to say, we don't just see people as skin coloured. It's like actually listen to what their character is and what they what they bring to the table. Yeah, it's coming together. And whoever's on the microphone or speaking, great respect is there for those people and honour. And our friendships last forever. And our alignments now have come to sale. And Pastor Henry and Pastor Brian and ourselves have been friends for a long time and always worked as one, Indigenous and non-Indigenous, and the love, and there's many other nationalities and, and peoples as well. And um, Pastor Peter and Pastor Maria have been right around the world, so has Pastor Elf and Pastor Irene and Pastor Rob, and, and um, just enjoyed the company of human beings. We need to come together as one and um, hear one another, love one another, and uh, bless each other. One of the one of the most um, um, events, events. events that were major, major was that was was called Praise Crawley. We had a <coughs> that happened in nineteen eighty seven, and eighty uh, it came about because of um, wanting to have. I suppose it was a beginning for wanting to have a voice in Parliament was one of the first time that we had it. And there were a couple of, uh, a couple of our early um, pastors, leaders at that time that were no longer with us. They uh, more or less set the, the platform for that. That was a man by the name of two pastors, Pastor Gordon Nagus and Pastor uh, Francis Bundock. Both come, one comes from, he's uh, comes from the Bundaberg, and the others from northern New South Wales, from Mullimulli, where he comes from. And uh, uh, thank God that we've kept that going, and uh, and we have had success in in Parliament. First time that it happened with a uh, our first visit there was with uh, at that time there was the Prime Minister was John Howard. And um, he was a he was a great prime minister for at that time for us because he welcomed us and he acknowledged our movement. He gave us recognition. Not only did that, but the first time that there were flags, and the Aboriginal flag was hung over Parliament House, and it's been there ever since. You go to Parliament House and you'll see that still in the, the uh, it's still recognised and acknowledged. So it's opened many doors. And, uh, but in saying that, also it's brought in many um, Aboriginal and Islanders uh, tribes into that. We had people from far north Elko Island, which is the Yolngu people, and there are people that, that have. Um, Still, still have a great culture in that area. Then we had people from, from even from um, Perth, over in the Noongar part of the world, 
and there were people there right from the far north, northwest, that came down from Roburn, and and, uh, and, and we the far people also from the Torres Straits that came down. Thank God for the unifying through the blood of Jesus Christ. And that's who we, and that was part of the ministry that Christ has left us. Mm. And uh, I don't know, I, I can talk to you about a lot of the, about this, but I don't want to just to uh, leave it to some of, some of the others here because everyone in this room here had, had a part to play in that. Mm. And uh, does anyone else want to add to? Yeah. I think before we move off the Bryce Garabri, you know, and the event, because it did raise uh, uh, recognition of our Indigenous ministers. At that time, I think um, that was the, one of the main things we wanted to do. Because, you know, we, we were out there doing our own ministries, but we wanted the government to know that we were there and we were preachers of reconciliation. That was our theme. And um, I think one of the things that happened, in, we, we would have our meetings in the Great Hall, and it was really an honour and a privilege. We were one of the first first yeah. uh, groups that held a function like that Christian in groups. Christian Ooh. groups in the Great Hall. And one of the things we did, we planted a tree of righteousness through prayer in that Great Hall. And I know when we'd go back, even for other events, after the praise club we'd finished, we'd keep reminding the people in that hall, there's a tree of righteousness planted in this great hall in Parliament. And I thought that was significant for us, for our, you know, to say the recognition we want, we want, but the recognition we give God in our country. There was, there was just so many wonderful um, events we had at the time. And, you know, just coming together. And as Peter shared, you know, people coming from different places and worshipping. There were times when, uh, during, you know, during the 10 years, we wouldn't always be in the, in the Great Hall. We would be outside on the lawns of Parliament and, you know, worshipping God and crobbering before the Lord, you know, the traditional people. And it's been awesome, you know. And, and yeah. 70, we had a time of 72 hours of worship. praise and worship at that, at that event. And, yeah. you know, people, and it wasn't just the black thing. It was a white, black and white mm. reconciliation. Had come, you know, we'd come together and we lived that. That's our lifestyle. And I thank God for the many people that came. And just recently, Peter met up with a with a wonderful man of God who'd come and support us in his way. And he used to bring a truck and you know a, a semi trailer. And on the semi trailer, he'd he'd have this awesome sign, and he called it Wheels of Fire. And we'd have it parked in the front of the lawns of Parliament, and that would be our stage in the front of the Parliament. It was just awesome, and and really to glorify God. And you know. That's all we're about. You know, we want to glorify God. But, you know, reconciliation. We are tribal people. And I think even we, we spoke about it before coming on here. We're saying 
we need it. We're, we're, we're the ones in our tribes, but there's still people in our tribes. This reconciliation still need, and I know it'd be the same here in Victoria, all over our nation. <laughs> Um, there are sort of many, many things. One, one of the things that came up at the time too was, I think Peter did speak about redeeming our instrument of our land. We love the guitar and redeeming mm, the culture. May, we would we would redeem, you know, the culture at those those events because it was done in the Parliament House, our government. But you know, one of the things that I so remember was when we redeemed our instrument, the didgeridoo. We love the didgeridoo, and it just it sounds so well when you get a group of people, Indigenous people, singing and you play that didgeridoo behind it, it's just like, you know, the, truly the Holy Spirit is there calling our people, and I'm not saying only our Indigenous people, but our people of Australia. And, you know, that that was just, you know, so wonderful at the time. And I, I also want to say to the newcomers in our country, the migrant people that have come, I honestly believe that God has brought, maybe not all, and I, I don't want to be wrong in saying you know anything yeah. wrong, but but there are so many migrant people that this is a place of shelter for them, and we do pray that they bring you know their love and respect for our our nation under God, and that we will come together and we will all glorify God together. That is my heart. Praise God. Thank you for hearing me today. Oh, it's been a pleasure. And you mentioned about the uh, the corroboree and camera and the, and the voice was, that was the beginning of that process. It's obviously been a bit of a topic this year and the, the voice to parliament. I don't know if you have any thoughts on, on how the process is done or, or, the, or the concept of the voice to parliament. We've probably got a fair few views there. Mm. But one is that we don't think the voice will do anything for our nation. We think it'll bring division like and war. And um, But I know that if you're listening today, Indigenous and non-Indigenous, well, there's a referendum that'll be here between October and December. And this is to take away our nation, take away our nation from us and take it away from you. And so we're asking you, if I could say, um, for a no in that referendum. When a voice, voice, we've got our voice in Parliament, and Pastor Peter's been a, a, a senator for us and spoke and advocated for Aboriginal people, and there's many in each uh, state and territory. And um, but you know, together, we can conquer. I believe we can take it back our nation, and um, being loving and caring. I don't think we need a piece of paper to tell us to love one another, and that's exactly what they're doing. I think we're unified now and we need to be more so, but I don't think a referendum change will change that, but definitely uniting together as one and loving each other. Stay tuned to Gippsland Perspective. We'll have a very special musical treat for you. This is Gippsland Perspective on 103.9 Life FM. I've noticed there's some guitars in the studio here, and I think you're going to grace us with some, uh, some music. Just, just first of all, music's such an important part you mentioned about the didgeridoo is an important part of Indigenous culture, firstly, but obviously Christian culture as well, isn't it? Yes, well, yes. Just in, I suppose, in one thing, uh, you've seen that you raised it, and it came through on 
during the time of the Brace Corroboree. There was also a unifying of, of instruments. Mm. We had the didgeridoo, we had the shofar, that is, as you know, from the Middle East, and especially with uh, the Jewish people. But we also had the bagpipe, which is a European, very much Scottish and English instrument. And um, and so we had those three, and there were three wind instruments that was very much prominent in, and that is during the time of the price crop. And it's hard to see how they had that had come together, but I'll tell you what, it made a beautiful sound when they did, and especially with the ditch. And uh, that was beside the clap sticks, and some of the old men would have had their step, uh, the clap sticks there, those are. Clapping the boomerangs. And clapping the boomerangs. And, uh, and I just can't describe what it is, put it in words, you know of what it, what it did to us and the effect that it had. And as has already been mentioned in, on Canberra itself, as the rest of the world, people came up even from down Tassie. And older, some of the older Palawa people that came up during that time from down there. You got some songs to play for us today? Yeah, I've got, we've got a lot of singers here. <laughs> Which song are you uh, going to play for us first? During a time, or well, prior to to the praise trophy, I used to work with the um, in the prison system, and um, I had the privilege to work with a, a lot of young men and and women in, that were in prison during the time. And, uh, but I was also challenged about my Christian beliefs and what I stood for. And there was, um, in one particular time, I went to a, a, um, a prison in, in uh, New South Wales, and that was the um, Bathurst Jail. Bathurst has a big, very high incarceration of Indigenous uh, prisoners, you know inmates that, that are there. And, and so it was one of the prisons that I used to visit. And I, I was, so I went and on one of my visits to that place and I, there were some young men in there that were very opposed to the Christ, my Christian belief. And they was wondering why I, I was, as, a, as an Aboriginal man, would dare to come into carry the, the Christian, my Christian values and faith into um, to prison like that. And they said it wasn't for us because they're putting it blunt in the way that they said they, um, look, Christianity came and all they came was, was with the Bible. And we had the land. Now they gave us the Bible, but they took our land and rightly so. I know that many have used that cliche as uh, for the own, you know, but it, in, in fact, actual fact, that's what happened, really did. And because true Christianity is, te is teaching people not only the value of their land, 
but to showing them how to live the Christian way and, and bringing those values into their life. Homes, broken homes, because most of those young men were in jail there because of domestic violence mm. and uh, alcohol-related crimes, drug-related crimes. They're still the same today. So um, during that time, I came and won, won the challenge with this young man. Um, all I could do was pick up a guitar. That was my only offence, not offence, my defence that I had. And uh, I think it's still this, still my defence today. I'm not a, not a great speaker. But anyways, people put me up there, and I thank God for that. But I, uh, but I'm. My instrument is. That's my main. That does the talking. That's the talking. And so, um, during that time, this young man, he was convicted. Not only was he convicted, but he was converted. And um, he came, and uh, during our brief time that we had and together, a song came out of it. Of course, he was. He, was, he said to me, he said, um, I'll sing you the first song before I sing that. With the shadows in his mind. The first song I sang to him was, you know, I think it's uh, just to get the right thing in perspective. And this is the song that, uh, that changed his life. I want you guys to help me.
one of the heavies in that prison. And I touched him. And I... I get a little emotional when I talk about it. Because it turned his life around. And he came to me later. Matter of fact, it wasn't that it was about a fortnight to three weeks later, I got a phone call. And, uh, well, he challenged me in, in, the, in the prison anyways, and he said, this is not for Aboriginal people. And he was the one that said that they came with the Bible and so forth. But fortnight later, <coughs> he rang me. <coughs> and he said, Peter, he said, I want to catch up with you through the governor of that prison <coughs> in the Bathurst jail. And uh, so I, I got on the phone to him and I, I met up, met up, ended up meeting with him. He said, I've been thinking about you every time since the time that you came to see me in prison. He said, all I've done in all my life, he said, I've been in jail since I was 14 years of age. And uh, he said, you look at my record, I'm a violent man. And that's what I've always been in there for, for, for violence, crimes. And he said, but I can't, he said, uh, can't go on with this. He said, all that has been, it's just uh, years of wasted years. <coughs> and um, praise God, after further discussions, we came and he said, you know, I see these shadows. And he said, it just keeps on coming up to me, shadows, like, in my mind. And uh, I thought when I walked out of there, hey, this is this good material for, for something for, for a song. And so we put this song together. And uh, he had a part, I would say, that in this song, the next song that I'm going to sing to you. <clears throat> and it's called The Shadows of My Mind. Yeah. 
sins and gave me victory. His name is Jesus. This is He. Simon, what a wonderful experience to have you, just to hear what you all got to say, and it's a, such a power. Hopefully that's come across through the radio. People listening today might be able to, yeah, hopefully they've all been impacted by those, by those stories and those, what you've just played as well. We'll be back with more here on Gippsland Perspective shortly. Thanks for listening to Gippsland Perspective this morning. My guests are still in the studio. Pastor Henry, there's a, a song you like to sing for us? Yeah, Dave, and, uh, it's uh, a bit of a testimony life about where it was and uh, we don't call them taverns here in Australia, we call them hotels, but God has changed my life and changed my heart from from a tavern to a temple that's by Jeff and Sherry Easter so I'm just going to have a go at singing it Addiction and fear and terror 
of his temple Not a tavern anymore From a tavern to a temple Where the Holy Spirit dwells What a difference he loved me I saw was saved from hell You know, that's just a law of faith, you know, how we used to oh, live. Yeah. Just live for the bottle, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, you know, if you're out there and you like that, there's hope for you. If we just allow Jesus into your life, mm-hmm. he could change your life. I've been an alcoholic since a very young age. And God has come into my life. In 40 years, just Mother's Day just went since I accepted Jesus into my life, my anniversary for 40 years, serving Jesus. So, just want to say that he's the answer to all your problems. If you want to, just give him a go. Just give him a go. That's all he wants you to do. Just give him a try. God bless you. You got a song for us as well, Trish? Yeah. Oh, I wonder if he ever cries.
Thank you very much. Oh. Yes, I just want to say that with um, my brother Peter mentioned music. <coughs> That's his language, and I and I I, I have to agree a hundred percent there that music is it crosses every language, crosses every barrier. Uh, it has a language of its of its own. Music reaches certain kinds of people. There's have you have what you call rap, and that'll reach one certain kind of people. Uh, there's other types, country, and they reached it. And so music reaches out to a a range of uh, you know people. Uh, but there's a there's a uh, music that's called gospel music, and I think it covers a lot of the um, uh, where people are at, because it it only sings about something that is real. Gospel music it sings about what's real now, what is to come, and what to expect. And uh, so I just want to just sing a little song. Me and my wife are and we sing a little song. It's called The Greatest Love Story. And the Bible says that in the book of John chapter 3 and verse 16, I think that covers the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation. For God so loved the world that he gave, he gave his only begotten son. And so we just want to sing a little song in here. Before salvation in a far and distant land, two rusty nails they pieced two precious hands. Sorry. 
again for that. That was fantastic. You'll hear more of that sort of thing on Sunday morning at City Builders, a group of churches coming together Sunday morning at the City Builders Church in Sale, Raymond Street Sale. Thanks to all of you for, for coming down to, for, to Gippsland, first of all, but to, also for making the time to come into the, the Life of Him studios today. It's a, It's been a treat, and I just yeah, hope that the, the listeners appreciate well, that. I want to say thank, thank you very much for the it. open doors, and we just want to say it, it's been a real pleasure for us to be... Uh, it is. Uh, just to be in amongst your midst here. And God bless you. Peter, you have the point. Blessings upon you. Thank you very much. We thank you for the opportunity yes, given to us. We just pray that as Alpha, Pastor Alpha has already said, music, it just cuts across every culture. So thank you. May we leave the blessing upon this here, upon this beautiful little place of sale. It's not a little place by any chance. I've had a look around it and I'm, it's, a, it's a beautiful place. Praise God. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Just a reminder, our guests will be attending a joint church service this Sunday at City Builders Church Sale beginning at 10am. This is David Braithwaite on 103.9 Life FM Gippsland.